Hello and welcome to Sugar Free TV. I'm Luke Goddard and uh, I'm joined today. I'll, I'll do an introduction a bit about myself. Um, yeah, I'm Luke Goddard, the co-founder of a company called Zucker. Uh, our mission is to um, make or invite the world to become sugar free. Um, my background actually is I'm uh, an organic farmer and so I'm very much into organic products and uh, helping people um, really achieve a healthier lifestyle. Welcome to Sweet Liberation, living the sweet life without sugar. Join us as we explore a world of sweetness beyond sugar where health meets flavor. I'm Nabila Files Gutierrez. And I'm Luke Goddard. We're on a mission to break free from the sugar trap and show you how sweet life can be. Uncover science, stories, and secrets for a rewarding sugar-free lifestyle. Meet experts and entrepreneurs who've embraced sweet liberation. Discover benefits, success stories, and wellness while chasing dreams. Embrace sweet liberation. Let's begin. So can I uh, pass over to uh, Victoria? Can you introduce? Yeah, of course. So hi, I'm Victoria and I'm here with Alison, my co-founder, and we have a brand called Everbold, which is a ketogenic high-protein snacking proposition um, at the moment. And we set up a couple of years ago. Our whole kind of premise is helping people to basically uh, lead a low-carb and or ketogenic lifestyle, um, not see it just as a diet and a short-term um, fix, although people do do that from a weight management perspective. But actually, there's there's so many more benefits of being either low-carb um, and leading a low-carb lifestyle. And, and thankfully, there's more more research um, and more medical professionals, healthcare professionals seeing those benefits and word is spreading. And also from a ketogenic perspective as well, uh, more people looking and adopting and seeing the benefits of being fat adapted and removing or trying to reduce drastically their amount of carbohydrates and sugar that they obviously consume in in their diets um, for lots of benefits that go above and beyond just the weight management piece um, that, that, that we know about. So um, yeah, the other thing that I think is important to say for us is that we are also very, very passionate about the protein aspect as a macronutrient and the importance of protein in diet. Um, when people particularly talk about keto, they obviously immediately think that's to do with fat and it's to do with yeah, increasing fat and fat, fat being a friend, but equally the carbohydrates being um, reduced as much as possible, eliminated, etc. But a lot of people forget about the role of protein in the, in the diet in the, and also in a ketogenic diet. And that obviously being able to keep fuller for longer for muscle growth and maintenance um, and the health benefits that a, that a higher protein diet brings as well are often forgotten. So when we set about developing products and bringing our range to the market, it was really important that we had a high protein offering within the range that we have, which is both a sweet and a savory offering to our to our customers. Brilliant. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you. I'll see would you like to? Uh, yeah. So, just for anyone watching, just to explain a little bit behind keto, if, if you know, some people might not be aware of what keto is or or how to follow that kind of lifestyle. So, basically, a ketogenic lifestyle. When you're on a ketogenic diet, you're cutting your carbs down. You're restricting your carbs, um, increase your macros, your protein levels, um, and your fat. Good fats. It's not all about you know. I mean, burgers every day, um, but you basically, you, you turn your body into a fat burning machine. So rather than using glucose, 
So sugar for energy, your body uses fat for the energy. Um, Victoria, you could probably explain this a little bit better than I can, um, but that's that's the ketogenic lifestyle. Do you want to just... Yeah, and, and I mean, the benefits of doing so, it, it's a process. And, and obviously, the thing is, we consume a lot of carbohydrates in our diet and sugar, and a lot of it is hidden. Um, and even if people were making switches and feeling like they're not actually consuming sugar or carbs in their sort of traditional sense that we know about pasta, breads, rice, um, potatoes, those those kind of classic um, carbohydrates, there's still a lot of other carbohydrates and sugars um, in, in a lot of other products or daily things that we may eat, um, other vegetables, uh, root vegetables, fruit, um, certain fruits, apples, bananas particularly, um, certain oranges will still have quite a significant amount of natural sugars which are carbohydrate um, levels in there as well so I think even if people are trying to lead lifestyle where they feel well I'm not consuming sugar in its purest form um, they're still potentially consuming quite a lot of sugar in in even natural products like that and other things dairy is another example yogurts can be an absolute you know vil- villain for sneaking a lot of sugar in there and particularly if they start taking the fat out um because you know in the past and through again culturally we've been very much um led on the premise of you know fat was the enemy um and people reducing their fat and their calories in order to lose weight but by stripping and taking the fat out of things like yogurts you know you're effectively taking a lot of the taste out and a lot of that has been replaced in time with sugar now you wouldn't necessarily think that a yogurt yogurt was full of sugar you think i'm taking a healthy option it's fat free it's low in calories but when you start looking at the carbohydrate and the sugar level in some of the some of the products on the market at the moment it's it's quite astonishing (laughs) what what level you can see in there so um it's definitely an educational piece for everyone and and you know we've been through that we're still learning every day um and improving how we how we live how how nutrition is playing a key part in looking after ourselves and i think it's not just from a physical aspect but also mental i think the other aspects with ketogenic living is very much um aspects around mental clarity when from a brain function perspective um tiredness uh, that you don't seem to get the same peaks and troughs because you're not crashing from the sugar um a lot of people also go on a journey with intermittent fasting and start fasting and introducing time 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 windows in which they're eating and then not eating which then also gives the, the a huge benefit to the digestive and gut health um by letting your your body actually rest and, re- and regenerate and recuperate through not having to be constantly um processing any food that you're that you're constantly eating throughout the day um so there's there's so many benefits um with with leading this type of lifestyle and we're just really passionate about helping to spread that word um and also obviously through our products offer a solution for people that are on that journey that are trying to make better choices look after themselves better but still you know still want something that tastes good and that they can enjoy as well I think it's important that we are not trying to create something or tell people something in a way that's so extreme for them particularly that the average person um who's who's starting on the journey we're all we're all human and we all have to you know we've been for years and years told that there's a certain way of living in terms of our nutritional plates and um, government guidelines etc and this is challenging 
this very much in the way that we're approaching it and the people that live this low low carb kind of I guess lifestyle um as well so it's it, it is a journey and we're trying to offer something to say hey you know you don't have to you don't have to have a chocolate bar or a full of sugar protein bar we've got something on a sweet basis that you can try and and still enjoy i mean taste was such an important part of when we were developing the products that we wanted to make sure that people still felt they could enjoy enjoy a snack and the same with the savory as well um and i think one of the things we were very keen to do was to make sure that people felt that that crunch that's often missing with savory items particularly in crisps or other alternatives that we could we could replicate that through our products and that's one of the feedback that we've we've had um with our products that they still feel that they're getting some indulgence some treat something that's really tasty uh, but obviously we are making it low carbohydrate and ketogenic full of protein gluten free um i know it's also plant-based as well which just again for those people that are maybe choosing to reduce their animal consumption um that they can have that offering as well so we do do try and cater to a number of people in that respect as well that's great there's a couple of questions we're going to ask you just touching on what we were saying just now about things like yogurts and the things do you, do you believe that the the public um believes that a low-fat yogurt is healthier is that a, a, a miss uh a, well, a misconception that they have that it's the healthier route is that one of the things and the other is when we were talking earlier talking about healthy fats and the good good fats and bad fats could you touch on those two things so it'd be really interesting to have your views on on that yeah um i mean i do think and i think alison would agree with me that i think do i think the general people you know my family prime example low fat low calories um that's that's a healthier option that that's kind of and i think again it's just what years and years of the way that culturally we've been told you know if you did want to lose weight if you wanted to be healthier you have to eliminate fat fat mm. fat's the enemy yeah we go through waves don't we it's been salt with years ago was was the enemy and um and then fat and then obviously now sugar is is you know increasingly getting a bad rep but but rightly so <laughs> as far as as far as i think we're concerned um but yeah i would i think people do think low fat is healthier but like like alison said it's also about what the type of fat is you know in terms of being been conscious of that and actually you know there's there's various different types of fat and it is the things healthy fats the coconut oils uh the avocado oils you know the 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 seed oils are particularly bad though um so you know again people would maybe think oh well you know rapeseed oil sunflower oil um they are so heavily processed in the way that that, that you know the oil is produced and they are very inflammatory so again it is just understanding what type of healthy fats um are the best for for, for 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 your body and if you are then obviously going on to ketogenic and low low carb lifestyle making sure that you, you're fueling yourself with the right ones as well so yeah a lot of the seed oils people perceive as as healthy but you've got it no <laughs> you've got to be careful and I think that's actually one of the things that there's um, a chap I was talking to the other day that uh, we, and he was saying that actually he was in one of the supermarkets and he was saying a lot of the seed oils are in some of the children's foods as well. That's and it. Try to, you know, act it in uh, and it's not a healthy option. But um, so tell me a bit about where, how you see, you know, the problem for people generally in terms of lifestyle. We were talking about, you know, uh, being hungry and slacking. Um 
do you see the, 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 the variety of things that are available to people as part of the problem? And is it an education thing? Or do you think it's availability of some of the less healthier snacks that are really easy to come by? Probably a bit of both. Um, you know, the convenience of grab-and-go snacks. And basically, the, to say it, the government guidelines for years and years have been, you know, your, your meat and two veg and, and having a kind of that level of carb on your plate. But if you go back to the caveman times, you know, we were we were leading a much higher fat lifestyle. And you don't, you didn't have those sugar crashes, peaks and troughs of, of the calves when you consume calves and your body uh, turns it to glucose and then you have that energy boost and then half an hour, 45 minutes later, you think I'm, I'm hungry again. What else can I eat? I want another snack. Whereas when you're leading a, a ketogenic or a low carb lifestyle, you just don't have those ups and downs. It's a much steadier and level um, energy. Yeah. Let's say, you know, you're sleeping better, you've got more mental clarity and your energy levels are a lot more stable. So you don't have those peaks and troughs, Victoria. And I think as well that, you know, with the snacking side of it, then the snacking choices are more conscious rather than just, you're not just eating because you suddenly feel hungry because you've had a sugar crash. So you just grab something. I think the problem is availability is, is like you say, the big brands will, you know, get that exposure in, in the retail sort of locations. Um, and obviously then, availability you go and you see what you see the marketing advertising everything that's pumped into that is that yes the, the these ta- the types of products that, that that we manufacture and a lot of other brands in this space don't have don't get the airtime don't get the attention don't have the availability on the shelf because it's not a category yet that is it's still very much growing and new and and a lot of the retail buyers and people that are making those purchasing decisions in the mainstream retail are not educated around this and and also and it's a commercial piece as well at the end of the day. You know, they they put product on shelf to sell. Uh, you know, that's, you know, so every bit of space needs to have a return on investment. And when this is still quite new when there isn't as much um, data or proof around, you know, is it going to achieve a rate of sale that would be, but you know, a good investment of putting that product there instead of, you know, the, the, the good old kind of big brands that we know who will 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 sell. And that's, that's I think, a... A problem that we will continue to face for for a while which is why you know a lot of the outlets and places that people are available it tends to be the online spaces it tends to be you know places like the keto festivals where we do very very well because we get our consumers coming along they understand they're in that they're in that space and they just love the fact they can actually go somewhere and buy all of their products um in one in one place but it's not something that's there day to day for people so yeah it is it is tricky and i think the other thing as well with the retailing side is even if we gain some i guess some more coverage some more opportunities with the hfss regulations that have come in in the uk as well yes and no like we keep backtracking and things are coming in but they will continue to come in in phases the issue of of obviously keto ketogenic products is that they are high fat naturally but but it's good pro you know it's a healthy product but it is high in fat because that's the whole premise of it so then we are um as a brand penalized <laughs> By the fact that these guidelines, which don't take into account nutritional values, that the actual ingredients properly in terms of is this good for you, um, they're just looking at a number, you know, around um, around a fat level, not asking what type of fat, um, 
you know, and delving into the products properly, it's it's also another issue that 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 we'll face as well. So um, yeah, not easy, but you know, I think it's yeah. That is a challenge, yeah, definitely, because that is the similar thing to us in that we're all you know categorised with you know in our area, or we put it as I mentioned earlier on, we're put into the same bucket and it's all treated across the board. And uh, you know, and our product has to carry a a, a warning about uh, laxative. Yeah. Simply because that is everything is treated in the same way. So, in terms of um, the, tell me a bit about how it would. Do, do you suggest to people that your product fits in in terms of a, a breakfast, a lunch, and uh, and a sort of uh, an, an evening meal? I mean, how would one use your product? Does one, you know, do you have, does it work like that, or is it, you know, how does you how does your product fit into say my lifestyle uh, as somebody that say out and about doing things for you know can i substitute a lot of what i'm eating with your product yeah well there's we've got both offerings so we've got a sweet offering which are obviously the bars chocolate orange and salted caramel which you know they're high in protein so they can be used before or after the gym if you're out on a walk they, they can be used as a meal replacement bar if you if you want to because they do actually because of the protein levels they do keep you feeling fuller for longer and uh, the the full of good fats, um. But yeah, but it's for people that are wanting that sweet treat as well. And you know, if you're following a low carb lifestyle, you can't just nip to the shop and pick up a, a Snickers. But the savoury side of things, which is why we launched the bites, which are, are, are small seeded crackers, and um, mainly because people miss that crunch of you know crisps and light for light kind of savoury high carb snacks so it's something you throw in your handbag have with your lunch um yeah they're, they're, they're really versatile mm. yeah and i think that's that that was kind of what we wanted to offer because that on the go that busy lifestyle that that kind of represents who we are as individuals but also we knew there is a demographic of people who you know you're busy you, you're wanting to stick to this you're making a commitment but it's very difficult if you are outside of your environment, which increasingly coming post-pandemic out of lockdown and things are resuming, so life takes over again, you're out, you're busy, you're moving around, you're traveling, um, you're on the go, you you know, to be able to maintain that having an offering, because, you know, we've had people talk to us about why don't you make bigger packs of the, say, the, the crackers, but actually that 30 grams is small, but it's filling and, and nutritionally that works very well because Again, when when you think about this, and and people are a lot of people are doing this from a, a weight management perspective, they're watching what they eat. It, it gives you a controlled portion size, which I think again is is important because there is a tendency, and it's very easy to overconsume. Um, and at the and that way, it's there, it's ready, it's on the go, and so that 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 very much fits into us and the proposition of the brand um, of that kind of on the go where we're offering on the go and those moments where. You are busy. You could make the wrong choice, but we're offering something to make keep you on track wherever you are in that journey. Um, keep you on track, but it's something enjoyable as well, and you can still pause and have that moment of something that is good for you and tastes good as well. So uh, that's you know that's brilliant because that's you know that fits into everybody in many ways everybody's lifestyle. But of course, the thing that's um, that always a challenge though is making sure that the uh, people that want to do that and follow it have got the access, isn't it? That's the thing, is making sure people have thought in advance, 
uh, you know, and, and bought enough product to actually carry them, then carry it in their bags or in their car. And then, you know, then they're not tempted to sort of, when they're filling the car up or something, go and buy a, a chocolate bar because it's convenient. Uh, and, but it's actually making sure that they've got that with them. And is so do you, um, how, how do you ch- tackle that with your customers? Do you have people on a, uh, as a, um, people buying from you steadily on month to month? Is that a sort of a subscription model that you would operate to help people with that? Yeah, it's something we definitely want to do. We haven't implemented it yet, have we, Alison? Uh, Alison takes care of the, the website and, and a lot of the digital stuff. And it's def- definitely something we want get into the mix i think in the in the forthcoming months because we do have regular customers coming back and buying regularly but obviously on a subscribe and save sort of model that helps everyone because it helps them not forget it helps us know that we've got that continuum um of 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 business with that with that loyal customer as well so i think it's a it's something we do definitely definitely want to do and it is a bit forward planning isn't it with everybody and um yeah having having the availability of the product for for our customers and consumers is it is important um so yeah yeah because i do that with i only mentioned that because i buy oil from amazon and i've got it on a a, 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 uh it's on subscription it's i sort of get a gallon of linseed oil and that comes to me sort of once a month and if that isn't on subscription then my poor old horse goes without his oil and therefore and uh yeah and i did actually i did i've experimented with different oils and he has certain favorites and uh and i did a, a tiktok with it and uh fed him some uh sunflower oil um a, a few weeks ago and he wasn't so keen on the taste of that got on the roof of his mouth and he was wanting to sort i think spit it out but you know at the end of the day i was explaining to him it's all about calories and having a slow burn, and that's much better for him than having him. So I'm picking him off sugar beet, uh, because beet is fed a lot to, to horses. And I know we're sort of going off topic, but they're all we're all mammals at the end of the day. We're all kind of fueling in the same way. Uh, and so therefore, yeah, getting uh, more oils into their diet is, is uh, you know, is obviously something that's key. So yeah, that, that and also the other thing with all the other things with oils as well that you know people perhaps don't know about. I mean, um, obviously skin as well. I mean, there are are there any other you know the things that you could talk about in terms of other benefits? Obviously, we talked about protein, the right proteins, but in terms of oils, um, oils have got to have quite a lot of benefits in terms of um, skin condition and obviously reducing sugar. I saw a, a video it was quite interesting and it was a lady did a short um, video about her skin as she started to stop sugar consumption and her skin quality improved and I'm guessing that's the same with your product yeah absolutely I mean our our bites are they're, they're 100% sort of natural um, ingredients so there's there's no nothing that would be sugar it's a savory proposition um, with the bars we do use uh, we use inulin erythritol stevia blend um in order to then have as little as possible but give that level of sweetness um that's needed but then after that it is then like say coconut oil cacao mass it's a peanut butter base that we use in our bars and then we've got crispies in there so the 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 protein crispies just add this really nice texture and crunch and it's it's always really surprising what the reaction is when people try the product you know when we're sampling them because it's not what they expect of either a keto bar or a protein bar. And because we've combined the two, but we've got a really unique texture and, and flavor profile that comes out of it. Um, I think people are either expecting a a sort of um, 
chewiness that you get with a lot of protein product, um, difficult to sort of chew and consume. Taste isn't usually that great. Because we also are plant-based, the protein um, source of protein in there is plant-based. So again, they're expecting a bit of a, maybe a nasty aftertaste with sort of like a, a pea flavoring or that kind of chalkiness that you get as well. And again, because they don't have any of that, we're really kind of a soft melt in the mouth, crunchy, um, crunchy bar. It's um, it's always really interesting to see people's uh, reactions when they when they try it or, you know, they, you're on a stand and they, they sort of take it, walk off, and then you see them turn around and come back and go, yeah, okay. Well, that's <laughs> so, yeah, so that's what people are doing then. When you're at the show, people you've got some samples, people are trying them, and then that that's, that's great. It's really nice then to be doing that, isn't it, at a show where people are, are suddenly surprised and then saying, yeah, let me take uh, let me take some of that. I'll buy some now. Yeah, absolutely. It's really encouraging, and I think yeah. as well, we 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 found it a really great um, platform for us to get feedback with our consumers, and we've tweaking our products constantly around the feedback that they give us. You know, around texture profile. Is there enough flavor in that? You know, with one of our um, with one of our crunchy savory offerings, we we had we kept tweaking the sort of the amount of the flavor in there and taking feedback from people on that also um when we're doing some new product development it's been amazing to be able to take some prototypes out and basically test that with people and they really enjoy being part of the process and it's really important for us you know these are the key people that we want to be our customers our would-be customers to get their insights and feedback on the flavor the texture would they buy it and it's allowed us to you know the, the chocolate orange that we launched the bar originally it was a a limited edition piece we we weren't considering we just said we, we need to bring some new flavors out and you know excite our customers but the response when we we obviously brought it initially got some testing and feedback tweaked it got it as it needed to be and then when we launched it, it just went crazy and, and people were just loving it and to the extent we had to pretty much say okay we'll keep it then you know but you know people just say don't can we have some more? Can we have some more? And uh, don't just have it limited edition. We ended up saying, having to sort of agree with them and say, well, fair enough, you know, and um, it's now a, a staple in the, in the range, but it's, you know, it's been great to get that feedback and understand what, what consumers are saying and how they feel about the products. Cause that just allows us to keep improving what we're doing and, you know, make better and better products, hopefully. So, yeah. As far as that is concerned, I mean, it sounds almost like a, a you know, it was somebody my son would love and he'd love it in his lunchbox. And I think that would be, you know, something from a, you know, children's perspective sounds like a great lunchbox edition. Yeah. I mean, the, the issue we have at the bar at the moment is because it is, it's a peanut butter base. So from an allergy perspective uh, yes, yes. on the lunchbox side, which is why we are looking as well, you know, we've, we've got a lot of people just say, look, if you could do something for that would be, I guess, suitable for lunchboxes and for the kids, it would be an absolute game changer. And, and I think... You know, starting young and being able to educate people on an earlier journey is 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 also something that is really important. But it's it, we have to get to a product that would work. I think there we are we are looking into it. We are looking at diversifying from the peanut butter base um, to have another offering that we could diversify into other segments like this. And I do think that the children, the kids, and the younger adults that we can engage with, the better because of what we're offering and and what it represents and just the ability to then start educating people on 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 healthier lifestyles how they want to live how their nutrition really does impact the way they feel on a day-to-day basis and making those child healthier choices earlier on in life are going to set you up for hopefully a, a better longer 
um, you know, more enjoyable life in in the long run. So yeah. Well, that is the thing, and I think that's you know, that is a bit about our ethos as well. Is that you know, get getting a change early for people, you're then going to make a difference to their whole life potentially. And that's the thing with your product is that you know, it, children that are then enjoying those products and realizing that fat isn't the enemy, and the, there are good fats out there, and you've educated them at that stage. Then yes, that's going to filter on. And you're probably going to be adding 20 years or something to people's lives by buying your product. You know, it, it, it could be as radical as that. So, yeah, it's, um, no, it sounds absolutely fantastic. So, um, yeah, I, um, are there any other points that you guys wanted to bring up and talk about in terms of um, the product and where it sits in the market? How do you, whether it's, sorry. Um. I don't know, Victoria, is there anything else to add? I think I think basically a bit of advice for anyone that's looking at following a low-carb or ketogenic kind of lifestyle is just to read labels. on the You know, there might be something on the front of Pat that says healthy or low-fat or whatever it might be to kind of tempt you to buy that product. But just read read the label, have a look at what the ingredients are and, and you know, you'll, you can Google these ingredients these days so you can... You can educate yourself with what's good and what's bad for your body. And yeah, just just keep an eye on, on what's what's inside these products. Before you buy them. Yeah, no, quite. And I think that's, yeah, that's key. And I think that, that interestingly, though, I found that when I've been in the supermarket, I've turned the label over and some of the writing is it's almost as if it's getting smaller and smaller. And I know with our product that, that you know, we're talking to trading stands and they say, oh, this has got to be five millimeter lettering and la la la. They've got all these rules. But then all of a sudden, when you look at the ingredients, you've often got, say, uh, beige writing on a brown background and the writing is about a millimeter high. So it's really hard to see. I think that's a challenge and people are sneaking ingredients in uh, and, you know, and packers and fillers. Uh, and I think that there's a you know a little bit about that. I, I know one of the things that came up actually was that um, uh, Tesco did a really interesting study recently, and they published this, uh, and they said that 70% of their customers would like to have health to become healthier. So there is that the, 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 there is that um, you know uh, requirement, if you like, by the supermarkets to help educate their customers and if you imagine the footfall that tesco has i don't know how many million people going to tesco every week but i would imagine that it's quite high and of course that footfall almost i think has been generated i don't know what you think i mean it's slightly different subject but i believe that the supermarkets have got this uh incentive to get people into the supermarkets more often than we used to go in you know we might have done a weekly shop but i think people are more likely nowadays to go in more often than uh, and the supermarkets, of course, are benefiting from that because you invariably buy additional products that you hadn't always intended to go in and buy. So there's quite a good, and I don't know if sell-by dates or use-by dates are shrinking. You know, I know we've got use-by dates on all sorts of things these days, like even even some Marmite or something has got a use-by date on it. And I was thinking, there's so much salt in that, it'd never really go off. But um, but yeah, I um, so I think that that's... That's something that is, uh, and I mentioned the, the study that Tesco did because, of course, that's something that, you know, with your product, you can help potentially with uh, the education side and, and trying that that side of people that are going into the supermarkets don't have the knowledge. And it's the same, similar with our product. You know, people sort of say, well, what is it? We've never heard of it. 
Um, but you know, at where where you guys are in this, in a similar way that, that you've got a situation where it's um, saying to people that obviously the fat sample, you know, it isn't a, a bad thing. You need to fuel your body, as Arsene you were saying. You know, in the old days, going back to caveman times, we would, you know, there would be probably fasting periods, and then they might have caught something that you know, some, an animal, and then there's obviously there's meat, proteins, and fat in there and they were then probably having a situation where they were going longer on less food uh, and they weren't having this massive amount of carbohydrate that people are uh, obviously you know that's the big challenge isn't it really is stopping you know and as you said the cognitive function is something that i think is very key that people don't really always realize so yeah well, thank you so much uh, for everything. Yes, and uh, I. Um, so, what we'll do is let me um, stop the recording, and um, let me. Thank you for joining us on this sweet journey. Stay inspired and sugar-free. Tune in for more sweet liberation insights. Until next time, live sweetly and stay liberated. <laughs>